Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and go to whatever podcast app you use and hit that subscribe button. If you like to watch your podcast, we have a YouTube channel as well. Go check us out there and leave some likes and some comments and get in on the conversation. While you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about Raised on the Radio. A little side note here for you musicians and artists out there. If you like the beats you hear on the show and need some inspiration or would like to get a hold of one of these beats, make sure to hit up our good friend Ace Ha at Ace Ha Beats on YouTube and at Ace Ha Beats on SoundCloud. Raised on the Radio has a brand new promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. In today's world, it is tough to navigate through the craziness that is the supplement industry. It's also easy to get caught up in the crazy labels and promotion instead of really knowing the ingredients in the products and the quality of the product. With True Nutrition, whatever you're looking for to satisfy your health and wellness needs, they have you covered. They even have a whole section of their site that is dedicated to vegan, paleo, keto, and dairy-free products. Just go to the newly revamped truenutrition.com, look at all of the great products, place your order, and when you go to make your payment, type in R-O-T-R in the promo code box for 5% off of your entire order. You won't regret it and you will never have to question the quality of your supplements again. Raised on the Radio's listenership continues to grow with every episode. We are always looking for great sponsorship and collaboration opportunities. If you or anyone you know has a business they are trying to grow and want to jump on board with us, email us us at raisedontheradiostl at gmail.com. We would love to connect. If you would like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out through email or on the social medias. You can reach us at raisedontheradiostl at gmail.com or on the Raised on the Radio's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok pages. We also have a website where you can find all of our content. Head on over to raisedontheradiostl.com. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, don't hesitate to reach out. If you've been keeping up with the show or following us on social media, you know that Patrick and his wife are expecting a baby anytime. Well, that beautiful baby boy is here and everyone is doing great. But Patrick may be out for a week or two, so we're going to be putting together a few best of episodes to get you through. We thank you for the continued support and we'll be back soon with new content. So let's get into it. Which, by the way, there was a, a thing going around. Did you know you could say someone took the ending credits of Predator, which, by the way, some of the cheesiest shit you're ever going to see, <laughs> but they took the ending credits to Predator and they put the theme song to the Golden Girls over it, and it matches perfectly. Really? And then, But the tweet was, you could take any 80s sitcom music and put it to the end of the ending credits of Predator, and it will work. So in my head, I started going through some, and I, the, the one I want to do, it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to do this when I have time, when I'm not watching Thirty for Thirties. All right, yeah, that you're being upset about time. March Madness, but uh-huh. I want to take the theme music from Growing Pains and put it to the ending credits because the the beginning of the ending credits is is Arnold looking into the camera and smiling, right? Uh huh. And you just show me that smile again, <laughs> if I can smile, big smile, and then just go with it, dude. Wait a second, was Growing Pains '80s? That's got to be nineties, right? It can, it, can be, it can be that long ago, right? It was eighties for sure. No way. Yes. Like yeah, eight, yeah. maybe eighty nine. 
September 24th, 1985 to April 25th, no. 1992. No way. Really? Yeah, man. Damn. That was before take- I was born. <laughs> That's insane. Millennials. I know. Right? Um, We're terrible. But that was, it was funny, but that, I, I don't know how I got there. Oh, you said Arnold. Yeah. I, I haven't seen any early Arnold movies that I can recall. Maybe Conan is the first one. Maybe it was, maybe it was Conan that I'm thinking of. I don't know. I dude, it's been so long since I've seen that movie that I wouldn't even be able to tell you anything about it. But, uh, what's your favorite Arnold movie? If you had to, to do it really quickly. Mm. Kindergarten cop. I'm going to guess kindergarten cop. I don't know. Uh, how about Jingle All the Way? That work? What is it? <laughs> Isn't it Jingle All the Way? Isn't that his movie? The oh Christmas, yeah, it is. Him and Sinbad. Movie? Yeah. Him and, remember when Sinbad was in movies? Holy shit! I know. Right? Um, he's still he's still doing be, some stuff though. He's I, well. Yeah, he's, I saw that he's going to be performing somewhere. Well, I, no, I think he's to, like touring around. Well, maybe not right now, but he's touring around like doing comedy and stuff. I don't know if it's comedy uh, or if yeah. he's just telling stories or what. Actually, he has a special on Amazon Prime. Oh, really? Can't say that I'm going to watch it, but uh, if if you're a Sinbad fan. What are you hating on Sinbad for? I'm not. I love the movie House Guest. Get out of here, bro. (laughs) Um, (laughs) True Lies would be my favorite Arnold movie. I love that movie. Anytime that movie's on TV, I stop and watch it. Anytime. doesn't matter where it is in the movie, beginning, end, middle, doesn't matter. (laughs) Five minutes left, I still watch it. I love that movie. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Kindergarten Cop. What's the other one? There was uh, Twins. Oh, true. The yeah. Other, um, there's another one that I love that everyone forgets about. Oh, Eraser. Oh man, it's been a long time since I've seen that. Fucking love that movie. But, I mean, you said you and said tw- you said Twins, and I'm gonna kind of shift gears a little bit because please about Danny DeVito. I <laughs> okay. I was I was talking with a buddy of mine the other day about that, and like if you look back at the catalog of all the movies that Danny DeVito has done, the fact that he chose to do It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia blows my Best mind. Best decision he's ever made. <laughs> blows my mind, though. <laughs> Best decision he's ever made. It, I just thought it was weird. Like, that's, ping, How, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's the ping one. <laughs> let me stop you. Let me stop you. How well do you know Danny DeVito's catalog? I mean, I'm not real well off the top of my head, but I know a lot Name of Name three that... right now. Other than twins. Oh, man. Really? I'm not good on the spot. So P- the Penguin? I know you're he, not. He That's why I do it ba- to you. Which Batman was that? That was Batman Returns. Oh, man. You're a Batman guy, too? I love Batman. <laughs> that movie's terrible. I, the only thing worthwhile in that movie is Michelle Pfeiffer in a cat. Michelle Pfeiffer, excuse me, in a Catwoman suit. Um, which, by the way, so you became Catwoman because you fell out of a window from i don't know two thousand stories somehow you lived and then you got licked by a bunch of cats now you're cat woman and you can do cartwheels and backflips and you can fight all of a sudden that's legit yeah. that's that's how we become cat woman yeah i think so that movie sucks <laughs> what a shit bag fucking movie. um that's batman returns so i i don't i mean i'm not a huge batman i like the first one the first michael keaton batman that one was the second one with danny devito and michelle pfeiffer and it's terrible uh, and then all of the other ones, the Val Kilmer one I did watch that soundtrack's better than the movie with Seal and 
you two. And uh, I did not see the George Clooney one. Terrible, terrible. Wait. Yeah, the Val Kilmer one was with Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones. That should have been a great movie, but it was because it was the Joel Schumacher Batmans and it was just, just bad. Just bad. Just okay, this popcorn. Is a, this, is, this is a really weird, weird question. Was, I hear, please. Wasn't it, <laughs> wasn't it that Batman that McDonald's made the cups for? Do you remember the Batman cups? Like they were glass, but they were like had the Joker on it, and, st- and they had several different ones. Because I had one up until like not too long ago. My parents probably I mean, still I'm have sure, it. Actually, I, I, I yeah, I don't remember. Okay, never mind. I don't remember. I'm sure they did. I mean, I'm, they make, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm going to say yes. Okay. Um, I appreciate it. <laughs> that movie should have been great considering the cast. Although you do have Val Kilmer as Batman, which was odd. Um, was that before or after Tombstone? I want to say it was after. Was it? Please tell me you've seen Tombstone. Yes, I have seen Tombstone. Okay. Phew, I was about to get upset. Um, Am I going to make you cry? Maybe I should have said no. So was the George Clooney one the last one and then Christian Bale Batman started? I think so. And then there have been however many since. I haven't, I mean, you know, I haven't seen Ben Affleck. I haven't seen any of those movies. I stopped at The Dark Knight. Okay. I watched The Dark Knight Rises with the Bane character and absolutely positively hated it. Hated it. I don't even, yeah. Wanted I, to leave. I don't think huh? I, wa- I don't think I watched that one. Don't waste your time. It it sucks. Hmm. I was so upset. Um, I was in the theater. I wanted to leave. I was I was so annoyed at how bad it was. Hmm. Everyone loves it. I, I think it's garbage. You can't give me one of the greatest performances in any movie, let alone superhero movies or comic book movies, however you want to describe them. You can't give me that and then give me stupid Tom Hardy. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> what are we doing? I hated that movie. God. Dark Knight was phenomenal, though. What is it? Dark Knight was phenomenal, though. Outstanding. It's one yeah. of the best movies ever made. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I tell this story all the time. So, like, like I said, I liked the first Batman. I'm not, I'm not a comic book guy or even a superhero movie person. But I remember I went to go see I Am Legend in theaters, and one of the trailers that they show before the movie was The Dark Knight. And I remember sitting there, and I go, holy shit, they're bringing Batman back. And this is before I would waste hours getting on IMDb and just looking at trailers for movies that might be coming up. Uh, This might even be be before I even discovered IMDb. So... I'm sitting there with my girlfriend at the time and I'm watching it and I am like in, I'm like, holy shit, this looks fucking great. And then one of the scenes with the Joker comes and I'm like, like I stop, I stop breathing. I stop thinking. Right. I just stop everything. Like it's like the world paused. And then when the fucking trailer was done, I look at her and I go, who the fuck was that (laughs) playing the Joker? Yeah. Genuinely had zero idea that it was Heath Ledger. Really? And I think, and if anyone said they saw that and go, yeah, it's Heath Ledger, you didn't. You looked it up first. <laughs> you didn't know it was. You didn't. I just looked over. I was like, who the fuck was that? So we went home after the movie and looked it up. And I was like, Heath Ledger? I was like, fucking 
Was that before or after Brokeback Mountain? I want to say it was after. I want to say it was I'm after. I'm pretty sure it was after. I was like, fucking Brokeback, dude? He, I was like, unbelievable. Yeah, it's one of the... It, dude. Is that the only, the is that the only thing you know Heath Ledger from is Brokeback Mountain? I know he was in 10 Things I Hate About You. <laughs> what about... Uh, um, oh. First Night? Is it no, first, is it First Night? No, a Night's Tale. Night's Tale, that's what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm really upset that I knew that. Wasn't, uh, he, wasn't he in an old Mel Gibson? Was he in The Patriot? Is that what I'm thinking? He was in that movie, that's so, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. He was. He's in something else that I like. I can't remember. It's gonna. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I wasn't a Heath Ledger fan until that, and I was like, "Oh shit, this guy's fucking. This guy's the real deal." <laughs> um. But yeah, I haven't seen anything after the main character. I know Batman's been in. I don't know how many movies since then. Do you even know? Do you nope. watch any of these stupid movies? Not really. Yeah, I, I can't get into it, man. It amazes. I've seen me. one Avengers movie. Um, I don't. I have, don't think I've seen one. I'm not. Like, I think I saw the first one. I'm not a superhero guy. Like it doesn't annoy me or anything. I would, but I'm not going to take the time to go to a movie theater and watch a superhero movie. That's just not my. I'd rather do it at the movie theater than at home. Yeah. At least at the movie theater, it's loud. It's like energetic. True. It's it's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh. At home, I, I bores the shit out of me. But like now, I they put out all these different Marvel movies that are like you you had to see this movie to get this in this movie. You had to see this movie, yeah, no. you know the the thirty second clip in this movie to understand what they just said in this movie. And I'm like, dude, I'm not. That ain't me, bro. Yeah, no. It sounds like I have a ton of time on my hands, but I ain't got that kind of time. You just <laughs> give me, just give me a story. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're, too, you're too busy stop. watching Ohio teams lose to yeah. to watch yeah, yeah, Marvel yeah. movies. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, I mean, I liked Deadpool. The first one was good. It. I didn't see it. I think you. I think you'd like it. I think it would be right up your alley, actually. You know, I wonder. I wonder what your opinion is. I just. I think I just seen uh, probably on Facebook that. Ryan Reynolds just watched the Green Lantern for the first time. I've never seen that. Is he in that? He's the main character. He is the Green Lantern. Um, mm. But I, I'm just curious. Do you think that's legit? Like for somebody to actually make a movie and then not not watch it for years? A lot of actors say they don't watch their own movies. They say they can't. They say it's just they you know cringe at the idea of watching themselves. I buy that. I mean, I I, uh, I, buy, I buy it, but also like, how do you know? Besides just what the movie grosses, how how do you know like how the movie turns out if you don't watch it? You trust the editor? I have no idea. That's, I, I, that's, I, that's insane to me. But if you make a movie like that, do you really need to see it? You know I, what I mean? I mean, like one of those big production superhero. Like, do you really need to see it? I think it's pretty clear what what goes on, right? Like, what happens? Like, do you do you think? Robert Downey Jr. has seen any of the Iron Mans? I seriously doubt it. You don't think I so? I seriously doubt that that dude has sat down and watched one of those movies. <laughs> like, I think he just goes, yeah, I know it's going to be good. It's fine. It's fine. I tell you that, also, I, I have seen I'm Iron Man. I'm a billionaire Man. now. I have seen Iron Man. Yeah, I've seen the first one. I never it seen okay. any after that, though. It's okay. I, 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 it just was too superhero-y for me. Yeah. If that makes sense. That's why I like Deadpool. 
it's a little less superhero, a little more. I mean, it's very violent and it's funny. It's Ryan Reynolds. Any sense of humor you've seen of Ryan Reynolds in any movie, here it is. But I have a friend whom you met um, at the diaper party. He uh, he is a Deadpool super fan. Really? He dresses up as Deadpool. Nice. Like legit. He has a superhero <laughs> workout routine. He's a personal trainer. He's a... Uh, okay, yeah. I know you're talking about now. He, it's called <clears throat> Superhero Physiques. Is his, look him up on... I think we've talked about him once or twice, but look him up on Instagram. But um, it, it, was, it wasn't dead... superhero physiques, though, right? That's not what we were. Doesn't he have something? Doesn't he have a different name for his personal training? Am I getting it wrong? I feel terrible. Now. I thought I think it's like train heroic or something like that, isn't it? No, no, no. It's superhero physiques. It's definitely not train heroic. Who does that then? I thought. Never mind. Sorry. I, it's, my bad. It's uh, yeah. It's it's. Hold on. I got it right here. At hero physique. It's superhero physiques. Who's, anyway. who's the guy who's the guy that you talked about that uh like back when you were in super quarantine and you were doing some uh like the briefcase thing you said you like that's was, him that's him i thought there yeah. was a, i thought he had a different name for something never mind my bad um i apologize no that's him <laughs> okay but my point was he, he's a deadpool super fan okay right okay and i remember when it came when it when it came out and I go, I saw the, I saw, I was shitting on it when I saw the the trailer or the previews. I was like, gee, I wonder if that's Ryan Reynolds playing him. Like it's everything he's ever done. And he goes, no, 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 trust me. He goes, you have to trust me. He's the perfect person to play him because in the comics, that's Deadpool's sense of humor. That says he's like this sarcastic prick. Trust me, it works. That's why. And I'm like, okay, all right, I'll buy it. I'll buy that. That's fine. I'll watch it. And it was great. It was a good movie. Is Ryan, the is second Ryan, one's okay. Is Ryan Reynolds huh? the only one that's done two different superheroes? Good question. No, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. He was uh, Daredevil. Oh, yeah. And that's right. And he was Batman. Daredevil. <laughs> what a stinker. Um, <laughs> um, I can't think of him. Him and his hair plugs. I can't think of <sighs> anybody else that has done more than, that has done more than one. Good question. What yeah, about know. what about trying to make me believe? It, well, I mean, I guess it's because of the character that he, that he played. I guess kind of tied it together. But Paul Rudd being a superhero because wasn't he Ant Man? I, I haven't watched yeah, it. I mean, I haven't seen it, so I don't. I can't comment. I have no idea. I love Paul I mean, Rudd though. I yeah yeah, I like him. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. It seems like that character would make sense for him. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen it though. I, I have no interest. That one and there's like there's another one that came out. There's so many of them, dude. I can't fucking keep up. Um, Captain Marvel. Yeah, no, I no, I, no idea. I was like, I remember finding out. Oh, Captain Marvel's female. Oh, no, I want to see it less. Got to be sexist. You're so on sexist. You're so sexist. Um, how you know what? You you just said something that annoys me. You're you welcome. said I can't believe they tried to sell me the idea that Paul Rudd could be an action hero. Is that what you said just now? Something I like I don't that, know right? if I said it that that way. I'm just I, okay. The, the the reason why I said anything was because it's like even Ryan Reynolds. If you look at stuff that they've done in the past, what do you could you ever think that okay this guy they could put him in a uh, as a superhero in a movie? I, I don't and. Not that they couldn't. I just never. I guess I wouldn't tie them to being a superhero. 
So what, what, okay. Well, anyways, what, what annoys you about my statement? I sent you something about that show that's on CBS or whatever, that they're cramming down our throats when we watch college basketball and queen Latifah is like a badass oh, uh, agent equal, or equalizer? something. And she's kicking ass and taking names. Equalizer. Isn't that what I'm annoyed and insulted that they're trying to sell me the idea that 50 year old queen Latifah is a badass. They need to stop. This, it's it's getting to be too much. Okay. I would like I this, would like to see the numbers. That show might as well be called Equality, not Equalizer. Whoa. That, I'm done. That was deep, bro. That was deep. I'm done. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with race. And talking about man versus woman. It, come on, dude. Uh, yeah, it's not even about who, her necessarily. It's just the... We know that Queen Latifah, A, is in her 50s, and B, um, is she in good shape? She's Are we really going to believe that she can kick ass and take names? Okay, when you say is she in good shape, she's probably in the best shape of her life because of this show. Stop, dude. I'm just I'm Stop. Trying, this is what I'm you trying did to, when I I'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. Stop. <laughs> we got we to gotta stop. If people watch it. I mean, somebody's watching it. That's why I, I said I, I want to see the numbers. Shout out to the queen, though. I love early Queen Latifah. Music, that is. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever... Don't say what really you're about to say. Just, to just Queen go listen to it instead of saying it out loud. So what about Don Vito? Um... I don't remember how we got on that topic originally. You sent me a video. I seen a guy in there and I was like, hey, yeah, that, that guy looks that, like but... he could be Don Vito's son. And you're like, did you? Did I ever tell you the Don Vito story? And I was instantly like, of course there's a freaking Don Vito story. Yeah, so there is a Don Vito story. So, I don't know, 2006, 2007, maybe, a, maybe it was 2005. I don't know, but uh, was this was it, it, this at the height of Viva La Bam? No, no, I don't think so. I think it was like maybe at the start of it. Okay. To be honest with you, because I remember after this happened, Don Vito and Ryan Dunn did a tour together. Doing what? Just going to places and being Don Vito and Ryan Dunn. <laughs> okay. But um. Being famous guys from MTV. But um, so we get a call from a promoter and he's like, yeah, I'm putting this show together. I want to do a show. I want to make it, you know, a couple of bands and I want Don Vito to host it. And we're like, yeah, we're in. Okay, enough said. So we booked the show. It was at the, the Creepy Crawl. Um, sold out show. Packed. I mean, sold out. And in fact, I want to say it sold out before the actual day of like, I think like people like advanced tickets even sold. Now, so, now question, yep, did yep, this yep. sell out because of the bands that were playing or did this sell out? Because Absolutely. 100% Don, no, <laughs> because Don Vito was there because all of these bands had played together before <laughs> at the same venue and they didn't sell it out. So, let's just be very clear. Okay. So, <laughs> um, night of we, we show up, so I was having relations with a girl 
who was best friends with, with the girl who was the girlfriend of the promoter. Okay. Okay. So she and the girl show up early. And when I get there, no, we're a band. We have gear to load in. Like they're already there and they're already shit faced. They're like, yeah, we've been drinking with Don Beto and his entourage for like the last two hours. And we're like, Immediately, I'm like in a bad mood because then I'm like, fuck me. Like, I, I, I want to party, but I still have to play a show. I eventually got over that because I got hammered. But like, <laughs> um, she's like, do you want to come back and meet Don? I'm like, oh, you're on a, you're on a first name basis with him now? That's cool. <laughs> like, yeah, I'd love to meet him. What's she going to do? Actually, call him Mr. Vito? <laughs> I don't know. It was just weird. It was just awkward. So um, I go back. She's, you know, like pulling me by the hand and I meet his tour manager, his bodyguard, who, by the way, when she was like, yeah, this is his tour manager. I don't know what his guy's name. We'll just call him Vince. I was like, hey, man, nice to meet you. I'm, you know, Patrick, I'm playing tonight. He's like, oh, cool. Nice to meet you. And this is his bodyguard. We'll call him bro. Hey, bro. Nice to meet you. I was expecting the bodyguard to be a dick, but he was like the nicest guy of everybody. He was the coolest dude, by the way, <laughs> not a bodyguard, come to find out, not a bodyguard, just introduced himself that way to the girls. I'll get back to that in a second. So he was just a guy. And I remember being like, that guy's not that big to be a bodyguard. Like he's my size. But anyway, <laughs> nice guy though, to me anyway. And then I meet Don Vito and he goes, oh, hey man, you're, you know, you're with, am I going to say her name? And I'm like, yeah, 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 we're friends, whatever. He goes, very nice meeting you, shaking my hand. He's like, looking me in the eyes when he's talking to me. And he's like, very, a very nice guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and that, that was my interaction with him. And then he came on stage. He introduced us. We come on stage. He high fives me. He leaves the stage. He goes back to the green room the backstage area of creepy crawl, which is just a shitty room <laughs> with shit on the floor. It's drinking again. And so the night's over the show. Go- the show goes well. And like I said, it was sold out and he goes on stage after in between us and the headlining band. Yeah. We were the co-headliner. Do you remember who was- played that? Who all played that night? The only other band I remember is Westcott. Okay. Uh, and that was Matt Amalone's Right. Band. Yep. I don't remember who else played. Okay. I could find out. I could definitely find out, but I don't remember who else played. But, um, and I, I want to say that Westcott was the headliner. I want to say that. So, um, in between us and Westcott, he goes up on stage, does like, I don't know, 10 shots in a row of like hot damn or some bullshit liquor. He's just getting shit faced. And of course, the girl who I'm supposed to have sex with later is partying with him. Oh my God, I'm just so turned off by all of this. I'm like, this is just gross. She's a nice girl. She was just, she was having a good time. You know, she's not, she wasn't like, it, it was a lifestyle that was, you know, it wasn't her thing. So she was having a good time. She was new to the lifestyle. How about that? Okay. So, like, uh, the night's over, the show's over. And Don Vito and his crew want to go out. Well, you're in St. Louis. It's 1 a.m. Where do you go? Where would you go? It's 1 a.m. in St. Louis. Where are you going? I'm assuming you're going to the strip club. Yep. You're going to Sage. Yep. So 
he hires my drummer of the band I'm in to be his bodyguard, to be his security. Gave him X amount of dollars for the night to be his security. And oh, by the way, it was a tasty amount of money. Okay? Okay. So my drummer goes, well, of course. The drummer of the band I was in, was a, he's a big guy. He's a big, muscular guy. So he goes, of course, I'll do it. Let's do it. They go to a strip club. They're at Hustler, which is not Sajay. They've, they've, they've progressed from Sajay to Hustler. And Vito gets a little handsy with one of the strippers. And then he does the whole, I'm going to put you in a chokehold thing that he used to do on Viva La Bam and all the shows. The stripper doesn't really think it's funny. And all hell breaks loose. Here's what I know. Those strippers made a lot of money that night not to call the police. <laughs> That's what I know. I don't know how much I might. But So do you think you think it was because he was so drunk? Or do you think it's because he thought I'm Don Vito? Uh, he was hammered. Okay. He's hammered. He didn't know what he was doing. I'm just wondering well, if a guy like Don Vito he, ever has the ego doing. of like I'm freaking no, Don Vito. That. Like so many people would know, like people know who I am. No, no, no. It wasn't that. It wasn't like a do you know who I am thing. It was like I'm I've been drinking all day. Okay. It's four AM. Okay. I don't like he was blackout drunk. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I wasn't here, there. So but here's from my, what I was told. Here's my other question. Who says I want to put on a rock and roll show and I want Don Vito I can't tell you <laughs> to be the host of it. And how does that even happen? Like how do you get Don like was he specifically in St. Louis just to host that? Or was he already yeah. in St. Louis for a different reason? No, no. no. He was booked. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Let's just say this. I mean I guess it worked. We I mean you you sold it out. Well, look, let's just say this. This promoter is on a lot of bands' shit lists, but I learned a valuable lesson that night about promoting and about how profitable being a middleman could be. And for a while after that, after that band was finished and I wasn't on the road and I was just needing something to do, I was booking shows at another venue as the promoter and I was making a really good chunk of change to do so. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And I learned from that guy who a lot of people think is a scumbag. Is there a, I mean, is there a lot of work that has to be done with that? Yeah. Do you have a computer? Can you, no, back then MySpace was becoming a thing. Can you promote? Can you post? Can you go flyer? You know, I mean, I booked at a place called two cents plane, which was downtown. Man, I miss, I I miss that venue a lot. Had a lot of really fond memories there. From booking shows and playing a couple of shows there, like the first show I ever played as a bass player was there. And but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I took it seriously. Like I wasn't trying to fuck over the bands. I said, you get this amount of ticket, sell tickets, and a lot of bands did. You know, here's so, a funny story. Well, so, so, but before you tell me, I just I'm curious. So. How did it exactly work? Like, were you reaching out to like bands yeah, outside out of the, the band, area? Like, I, I have a show. 
I have right, a show okay. date this day at this venue. Gotcha. Want to play? Okay. I have this band booked. I have this band booked. And if they were the first band I booked, I'd be like, I'll give you this amount per ticket. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That's pretty cool. Just all fucking, it's sales. That's what it is, you know? Yeah. Um, but a funny story. The first show I ever booked at this place, which by the way, was a sellout. So it was probably like a hundred and I think the cap in this place was like 150, maybe. So um, like to, for me to compare that, like the Firebird, how, what was the cap on Firebird? 300 maybe. So it was half the size of Firebird? It was a shotgun style bar like Creepy Crawl was. So it wasn't okay. like this. It was like this. Okay. So you walk into the door, the stage is directly to your right and it's raised. And then you just have a shotgun style bar and room to fill. Okay. Right. Gotcha. Um, it might've been more than 150, but I, you know, I do this. It's been so long, but, um, so the very first show that I booked there, I booked a band called Adelaide. Very good band for the time. Um, and they were the headliner. They sold all of their tickets, kids. They were in at the time they were in high school, I think, or just out of high school, brought a shit ton of friends to that place. I, of course, brought all the drinking people because I think all the bands I booked were <laughs> not of drinking age. But so I wanted to get the bartenders paid, but um, filled the place. And so fast forward to the last time I'm out in L.A. recording for Monsters, a sound engineer comes to work with the producer I'm working with, and it's the fucking drummer of Adelaide. He had been living in L.A. for the last fucking seven years working as a sound engineer. That's pretty cool. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. And he, the first thing he says to me when he walks in the room, he doesn't recognize me. Uh, and I don't recognize him for sure, but he walks in the room. He's like, yeah, St. Louis dude. Like, what are you thinking about moving out here? And I'm like, well, let's slow down. Like, <laughs> I don't think so. Just recording. And he goes, Oh yeah. I, uh, I grew up in Brentwood and I was in the band Adelaide. And I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, I was, I was the drummer. And I was like, dude. And I just start piecing together the timeline. He's like, oh my God, now I remember you. Pretty crazy. Hmm. Pretty crazy. So yeah, Don Vito choked a bitch. I'm a fucking idiot. When Monster was looking for producers for Cages, we actually went and demoed with Josh, the guitar player of As I Lay Dying. Really? So I've actually worked with one of those guys. So it would be, I'd be the biggest hypocrite on earth if I didn't listen to their music, but still worked with that guy. So I guess I have no say in this, do I? I so just, what you're saying I, is I you're, have, du you're dug in. But no, it's, I'm, it's, I'm, it's important like this stuff is important to talk about though. Like, because yeah, this is stuff that doesn't get talked about. Like people just keep their opinions to themselves because they're worried that whatever their opinion might be is going to be opposite of what somebody else might. And then now they think they're going to oh, look, yeah. look down upon because that's their opinion on something. Right. Or when they yeah, can just yeah. listen to the music in private and not tell anybody about it. Yeah. They're important conversations for sure. And I don't think we should be afraid to have them. And I don't think that, Again, we, I don't think we should be crucified for talking about it. You know, it's. Um, but that's what cancel culture is meant to do. It's meant to silence people. 
you know. Well, you said that Marilyn Manson's canceled. What did you mean by that? Do you just mean that he's a part of this cancel culture now, or is he being dropped by? He got dropped by everything. His label, his no management shit. dropped him. They've been together for like twenty five years. Really? Uh, well, have you heard? Have yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Have uh, you heard the story? Um, I probably even shouldn't bring it up for one because it's country music, and for two because I don't know. I can't remember what the guy's name is. Morgan something maybe or something. I saw that about this guy who got dropped by his label for getting caught saying the n word. Right. I, I I don't know. Like I said, I, I shouldn't go too deep into it because I don't really know the story that well. I just know that the basics of it. That's the headline that I saw. I didn't read about it, but that's the headline I saw. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, if the label does not want to endorse racism, then they drop them. I, I simple as that. But also, they can do that. I guess I, I get. Well, look, I guess Marilyn Manson's when I say he's being canceled and he's dropped by his label and his management. Those are business decisions. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily canceling him. But also his peers have sort of come out and and thrown him under the bus. And to me, that's canceling someone. Like Wes Borland said something about it. Trent Reznor. Okay. Um, so that that's weird to me. Like, I, but if you know it, but again, if you knew he was like this and you knew he committed a crime, why didn't you say something? Right. You know. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just you know his his behavior at times was problematic. So I'm just going to come out and say that. Without any real evidence of him actually doing anything wrong, maybe morally it might be wrong, but criminally it might not be. You know? Yeah. That's what I was saying. Maybe but, his but, idea but, of pillow but, talk is drawing swastikas on the table. I was gonna say, but, but morally, you're an asshole. Criminally, you've done nothing wrong. Yeah, but these days, morally is probably worse than criminally in a lot of people's eyes in this cancel well, culture sure. that you're talking about. Well, sure. <laughs> I don't know. It, it so anyway, I, I don't listen to Marilyn Manson enough to even defend this. Like when I said that, I, I really don't. I mean, he's got some songs. I, you know, so like, I don't know. Do I not listen to beautiful people anymore because he supposedly has done these things? There's a lot to feel that, bad that, about. That's, that's... And, and that's why this is so... This is that's why it's a difficult conversation. There's a lot to feel bad about. You feel bad for his, his alleged victims, mm-hmm. but then also me personally, uh, I can't, I can't get behind you if you're racist, right? Yeah, you know? for sure. I can, that's a reason for me to stop listening to your 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 music. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so if that's true, then I, but I don't know it's true. So because I don't know it's true, am I a racist because I listen to his music? Many people in today's culture and society would say, yeah, you're a racist too. If you listen to his music, well, no, that's not, you know what I mean? Like it, it's a, it's a, it's a slippery slope, man. That, you know, it's a, it's a long grab though for, to say that because that person is racist, you listen to their music. Now you're racist. That's, I know that, that people, happens. I know that people can look at it that way. Yeah. I'm just saying that that's not the way I look at it. But Whoa. but 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 that's also not condoning racism by any means. No. But you're letting people get away with racist behavior. Yes. And that's a no no. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sound like you're uh, talking to your son right now. But yes, <laughs> that's a no no. <laughs> I'm talking to you. I get it. Um, I get it. Yeah, dude. That's uh. 
I don't know. We'll see. Another again, another. But I don't want people to be not surprised at this story because of his stage character. That I guess that's another thing that's annoying me. You know? Yeah, I get it. You have to separate the guy from the art or from the music. You have to, but people don't want to. You know? People still well, listen be, be, to fucking but, Gary Glitter. But it's also because it's easier to tie him to the things he's doing by if they don't separate him from the character. Right? Yeah, but that doesn't make it that that to me is like a convenience thing. You have to be able to assume that there is a character, that he is a different person, and oh. that you can't you're not like I said, you're not invested in the person, you're invested in the music. But you're but you're also most people only know Brian Warner as Marilyn Manson. He's only in the media as Marilyn Manson. So how it's not easy to separate him from the character. Yeah, it is. You got to use your brain. You got you got to you got to stop and think. Right? You got to got to slow down, you know? Well, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Well, I I was just I just had a thought and now I forgot it. Damn it. Um Yeah, I don't know. Like what like I said, people still listen to Gary Glitter. Why do that name? Why does that name sound familiar? What do I not know about this? Or what? Gary I, Glitter was the dude who touched kids too, but he had the he has the the. Dun, 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 dun. Hey. Dun, dun, oh, dun, okay, dun, yeah, dun. yeah. That's Gary Glitter. Oh, okay, so you're gonna stop going right. to sporting events because they play that at pretty much all of them. Should they stop playing that at sporting events? Probably so. <laughs> Maybe let's find a new. Let's find a new anthem, a new pump-up song, huh? There's plenty. Did Tag Team do anything wrong? I saw them in a commercial the other day. Play Whoop, there it is. <laughs> is that the one where they're like scooping ice cream or whatever? Yeah, I think. Um, That's funny. Yeah, maybe stop playing that. But people do. I'm just saying, but that's the thing. You, you, you're not, again, not invested in the person. You're invested in the song. I mean, if you found out Thomas Crapper was a, a rapist and a pedophile. Would you start shitting in your backyard instead of a toilet? Uh, that that's a that's a bad example. Because <laughs> you're, no, you're yeah, it is because you're kind of doing like the worst possible thing you could do to anybody. What do you mean? By you're shitting in a toilet. That's like what? <laughs> What did I just miss? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> what? You shit in the toilet, right? You uh -huh. don't shit in your backyard. Correct. Okay. So the guy that invented the toilet, which I don't know if his name is Thomas Crapper. I'm pretty I sure I, I just made that up. I figured you made that up. Look that up. I'm pretty sure that's his name. I don't think it would be Crapper. Yeah, I, I swear to God it is. Don't believe everything that you read, people. Um, so like... I don't, I don't have a point. I'm an idiot. Like I said, <laughs> this gone. whole thing, this whole, this whole conversation is me being an idiot. And I'm just, I'm towing the line. Like you're not supposed to anyway. I don't know, man. Um, it's a debacle well, that it's a debacle that I don't know can really be fixed. Debacle? Debacle? Debacle. Deba is it a debacle? It's debacle. Oh, I, okay. Boggles. Boggle is a board game. I said debacle. And I do remember Boggle. <laughs> Dub Bears. Dub Bears. Um, yeah. Well, it's the, 
Is it a debacle though? That's the point. Because in 2021, it doesn't seem to be. It just seems you accuse and then the person's done. Brian Callen's still going, but have you heard a fucking peep from Chris D'Elia? Where oh, did he dude, go? I didn't even think about that. No, I haven't. I haven't heard anything from him. Where did he go? Him. Hmm. Did he move to fucking Antarctica? Like, how do we not? Where? where? Did, did he, he, does he have a podcast still? No. Whoa. And if he does, it's not on YouTube. So maybe that's why I don't know. I never. I just, yeah, I just realized that I have not seen him in months. Like anywhere. Since he was accused. But then again, but, but then again, I mean, him. Brian Callen has slowed down too. I haven't really seen him much. He has a new podcast that just started. Oh, he does? And he's still doing the thing with Sam Tripoli, I think. Okay. He hasn't been afraid to get out in front of this and like say, look, I'm innocent. So why did you he know? step away from Fighter and the Kid? I don't know. That was probably a good idea. In general. Yeah. I really don't think those two liked each other. And it was a bad, bad combination. That's just me. Hmm. That's just an opinion. I don't know this to be fair. I mean, they're, I mean, they're they're two opposite sides of the spectrum, really. What do you mean? Well, I mean, like some some you could look at it as they both bring a different dynamic to the show, but I, I to me personally, I don't know because Brian Callen is extremely smart. Like he's extremely uh, knowledgeable and book smart about a lot of things. So he brought that kind oh, no. of thing to the to the show, and then that's why it didn't make sense because he was doing a show with one of the dumbest people on earth. <laughs> So maybe for a while that was funny to people, but your hatred for Brian, Brennan Schaub is hilarious. I don't hate him. I, I don't hate him. I really don't. I really don't. I hate on him. <laughs> Mainly for his MMA stuff. The rest of his shit, like people bitch about the way he dresses and the, I don't care how he dresses. I like sneakers too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wear skinny jeans too. I don't give a fuck about that. It's just being a hypocrite when it comes to MMA and, and you know, yeah, I don't know. I just don't like his takes on MMA and, and I don't like how he's treated COVID. I don't like how he sort of didn't, he's just basically, even though he had it and gave it to other people just still thinks it's like, eh, it's fine. No, it's not fine to some people. Like you can't say that you're and a now, public figure. You have a, a ton of followers. You can't just say, ah, it's fine. No, it's not fine. And now he's doing you know? a show with three other guys where they're elbow to elbow in a room. I can get him started. Which is kind of hypocritical on my side because on our other show, we do, it's, but it's just me and him. And we clean, I mean, we Lysol everything and all that kind of stuff in the room before we do Oh, anything, you're talking right? about COVID. Oh, okay. I thought you just meant in general. Why the fuck are you sitting on each other's laps to do a what? podcast? <laughs> no, I mean like who, we're- <laughs> Who does that? I mean, if we're doing like an interview or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Ooh. I, I think Brian Callen probably made the right choice there. But also, again, if I had to guess, he was probably forced to. How would he be forced to? That was Sponsors. something that they started. Sponsors. Wait, Sponsors what? Sponsors say we're gone. What? They didn't have Sponsors, sponsors say we're gone. They we're not going to be your sponsors anymore. And Brendan goes, hey, dude, you got to bounce. Oh, I see I what you're saying. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant they were forced to do the show in the first place. But no, I see what you're no, saying. Well, you're, you, you mean they were kind of forced to separate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Uh, again, these this is all just opinion or theory. But 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 but, no. but in my opinion, if that was the case, Brennan should have. If if 
Fighter and Kid had enough of a following, then Brennan should have walked away and done and created something else. Which I mean, he know I know he has the food truck diaries. He has eight shows, but he should have walked away. And if he really had that good of a following that was consistent, then they would have moved to whatever else he was going to do. Yeah. Are we a podcast talking about another podcast? Uh huh. Yeah, we do that oh, sometimes. Shit. <laughs> We we're should, not we, a troll cast, though. No, we're not, but we should have changed. We're not, we're not we, trolling. We're we not should, trying to troll. As I said, I hate on Brendan, but I'm with you, dude. I'm kind of a fan, you know? We Gotta should, be if I, if I... What? <laughs> I don't know. We should just probably what? change the name of our show to, like, Hypocritical Hour or something like that. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I'm going to get a hypocritical tattoo. <laughs> you should. I'm going to do that. That'd be well, awesome. look, dude. I'm okay with being a hypocrite because, you know, sometimes you say things and they just they fly out, right? You can't grab it.